guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm your host, my name is Kirk Smith, and my co-host... Graham K. coming back um, to you guys. I don't know what I was going to say next, but we are back. It's, uh, you know, always fun to check in with Kirk. We, we do, we, this is when we get to chat, you know. we A lot of basketball chit-chat, honestly. We call and then talk about basketball for 45 minutes and then do a <laughs> half-hour <laughs> autism podcast. Um, and we used to do the basketball part. If you listen to like the first true. 20 episodes of this podcast, way, way, way back in 2017, 2016, we, we would do 10 minutes of basketball chat, and then people started complaining. They're like, I thought this was an <laughs> autism podcast. We're like, you know what? Fair enough. You g- you're right. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, we may have, we may have missed our calling. Yeah, we're back on opposite coasts. I'm in uh, beautiful Los Angeles, uh, out here for a Los week Angeles doing shows. And, and I'm uh, I'm in New York. This is just like 2017. Kinda. It's uh the only difference is you are in uh. I'm video, con- video. Uh, what is it called? FaceTiming you, and I've got my phone sitting in a Wendy's fr- empty Wendy's Frosty cup, and uh, yeah, it's a great holder. The wall, <laughs> great holder. Well, you look clear. You look healthy. Um, this is how. This is a, you know that's the sign of a, of a of someone who's in shape is the the uh, the video call from below, and it doesn't look like a nightmare. Uh, I'm doing yeah. all right. I uh, sometimes I've been, yeah. I've been on the road. I forget to eat, which is uh, good for my body probably because I have an eating problem. I eat a lot. And uh, oh, me too. I never forget to eat. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I'm gaining weight rapidly. Um, Speaking of people who get, love love to eat, my son. I had a call with him yesterday, and uh, it was like deja vu when you called today. But what will happen is he'll call, and by him I mean his aide, and they'll uh-huh. sit the iPad in front of him on a stand, and then. Uh-huh. Like as soon as it picks up, I just hear the scraping of a spoon against a bowl. Like click, 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 click. He's like <laughs> <laughs> right against the speaker, right against the, speaker, the microphone, eating as yeah. fast as he can. And uh, he always yeah. eats like he's been raised in prison. And we we take the food yes. from him as soon as we can. And mm-hmm. uh, then there'll be different maneuvers of licking the spoon because they give him this yogurt thing he likes. And so, mm-hmm. but um. I think he's doing good. I asked his aide, like, and and I did that today to you, you and did. you were like, I feel like I'm talking to my son. Does, and then, and and you were leaning over, so all I see the top of your head. It was like, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The men in my life. Just a man yeah. leaning over his food, like, what? I'm busy. Yeah. I gotta eat my porridge. I made, <laughs> and I ate such like a a single. I'm not single, but I ate like a a bachelor m- meal. I I had. Uh, tortillas with uh american cheese melted in the middle <laughs> with salsa on top of it in a bowl surprised you, <laughs> surprised you didn't eat ketchup <laughs> yeah no it was very sad um that's funny so how so uh so how how's uh how's jj doing so he's doing he's he's eating he's, he's doing so okay good. he um what was i gonna tell you i was gonna tell you something about that horses horses he's really on his little horse kick and um I should post one uh, on my Instagram, but uh, there's one of him riding a full-size horse, and it looks like he's riding a pony. I hope it's a full-size horse. Jeez. Well, but when you look at the picture, it looks like he's on a pony. It just looks like, That's oh. funny. 
That's funny. Yeah, we, poor pony is <laughs> poor horse is like, come on. The horse is like, no. One at a time. One at a time. Um, yeah, I'm used yeah, to Swedes, not giant Americans. He's a he's a big man. He's a big, uh, thick wristed, mm-hmm. thick ankled Swede. Uh, he's doing good though. I think mm-hmm. I, I talked to his aide and I'm like, uh, you know what? You and I get the little list of things that they want me to bring. And in full disclosure, one of his aides is always like, uh, after you know, she'll give me the stuff he needs, and she goes, by the way. If you can find any more of those peanut butter M and M's, I would really appreciate. Like, That's fine. So I got like, like a little list of candy for the aides that I'll work with them that like American candy. Yeah. You gotta bribe the aides. <laughs> you gotta bribe the aides. Listen, it's just if smart. some lady who's taking care of my son all the time asks me for ten dollars in candy, I'm definitely down. So yes, ask away. <laughs> my grandma was when she lived in a nursing home. She was always like bribing all the aides with candy she yeah. was like it she was like they like it it's good you make them happy i am happy and, you know it's like she, her theory was like yeah it's like five dollars they all want to hang exactly. out in a room yeah exactly. they appreciate it they look out for her so she'd always be like take 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 <laughs> so cute they'd be like no mrs hudak we can't Anyway, sorry. That was just a memory. No, no, no it's but, good. Um, I think there's something to yeah. that, though. You're just trying to, you know. So, so anyway, so I was going to say. But then she was like, by the way, he, he doesn't need any more clothes. He still has a lot of clothes. Because what was happening was yeah. every time I'd come, I'd bring yeah, up, you, you know, saying. 10 shirts. And, you know, and then. and then um, There's 20 shirts a year. More than that, because I've seen him four times a year. So he's got 40 shirts. Yeah. And then, you know, he was he was tearing through. But now he's. He's slowly getting better, and he doesn't. He doesn't. He's not as rough on it. So that's amazing. Yeah. So he's doing okay. Baby yeah. steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. Well, how about Peter? We have a little, a uh, little surprise this, this week, don't we? We haven't talked to Peter in a while. Thought we'd give him a call. Uh, I told him I'd give him a call right now. So we'll see if he picks up. It happens. I told him, when you were there, I told him 306. It's 306. He was like, got it. I know. That's, I saw 306. I'm like, there the you are. How you doing? Just, yeah, fine. What were you doing? What were you watching? Great. Well, I was watching something until you called back. Just a little show on YouTube. But since you called back, I decided to turn off. Thanks, buddy. What show was it? Well, it was just a, sh- a little part that shows how the old actor Robin Williams was calling an old wife of his, but as somebody like as Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire clips. Oh, that's such, yeah. That's a great movie. Well, I'm not into it anymore. Well, you're just watching a clip. Of course you're into it. Well, just to just to remember a little bit of it, but not too much, okay? Why don't you want, why, why aren't you into it anymore? Well, it's just that I don't think it was easy to watch how a parent would disguise a parent like a father would disguise himself as a woman just to be with wife and kids. I don't think I don't think that's a good idea to get into because if a wife knew whoever her ex-husband was, maybe she wouldn't be very happy. Yeah, that's a good point. It's unfair to the wife. That's very wo- that's you know, that's very woke of you is what people would say very, these days. Very insightful. Yes. Uh, I think so. You don't, yeah. You don't like lying on in movies, right? Well, I wish I didn't lie when I was a kid. That's okay. Everyone lies when they're a kid. Sometimes, I mom and dad gave me allowance, and they said, "Are are are you uh, buying um, 
Candy with Jason Chan and Cap Guns with Jason Chan. And I said no. And then Jason Chan and I were, do, were do buying candy, and we were also lighting fires. And um, I was not allowed to play with Jason Chan anymore. Well, I don't remember him. Was he from Melgham Avenue or a different area? Melgham Avenue. You don't remember him because he, he wasn't allowed to come over. But he was always lighting fires. Did you have any friends like that? Well, I suppose I had Simon and Kyle, but I guess I didn't get along with them very well. Yeah, it was tough because they, you had a disability and they didn't have a disability. So, you know, you did, you, are, you, you did, you, uh, you liked different things. Well, I never liked being teased by some, but if he didn't mean to tease, I guess he wasn't right for me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He got older, and you got older, and you guys grew apart. But that happens to every everybody, even if you don't have a disability. You you usually grow apart some from your childhood friends. Sometimes you don't, but usually you do. So that's just normal. Well, I'm not, well, I'm not disabled as much as other people are. No, you're not. No, you're not. That's for sure. You are very independent. You have your own apartment. Hey, let me ask you a question. Um, yeah. Do you think that when um, later, like maybe in the summer, you would come to New York? That might be nice. Yeah, you could come to New York, right? You could handle it, go on a plane by yourself, right? We will see, but I'd like to wait until after my next birthday. Yeah, for sure. But do you think you could, you could go on the plane by yourself? Well, it's been so long since I did. I think you could with some help. I think if we told the, the, the people that work in the airport, they could help you. Well, Mom and Dad would have to look into this. They might know about it more than I would. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, it's November. Are you let's, – let's change topics here. Are you excited for Christmas? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Big smile from Peter when I said that. Um, and one thing. What? You're about – <laughs> that's good yeah yeah are you so excited for your present oh yeah of course hey by the way I, I have a secret for you guess what Some, somebody might might have gotten somebody else some presents already <laughs> what are you doing it's a secret shut oh. up we're doing The Simpsons. We're in the, the Stonecutters episode. Um, yeah. 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 Um, all right, Pete. Well, I'll, we got to go, but I'll call you back later and we can chat some more, okay? Uh, I'm, glad you're sure. I'm glad you're excited for Christmas. And, oh, you're showing me your Spider-Man shirt. You got a new Spider-Man shirt. Good for you. Well, I got this on the late October 31st, 2014. That's a good one. You remember exactly the date you got your T-shirt. Do you have anything you want to say to the listeners uh, as Peter Parker, Spider-Man? Well, I look like Peter Parker, who is Spider-Man. You do look like Peter Parker, who is Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, and if I was a Spider-Man in Ottawa, I could save the city of Ottawa in case some crooks came along. I could help the police catch them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could. Do you imagine yourself doing that sometimes? Maybe a little bit, mm. but I don't want to imagine too much, okay? That's okay. All right, Pete, well... Good talking to you, um, and uh, well, well, let's we'll have you back on the podcast soon. It's always nice to check in. I know our listeners miss you. I know, but if I miss if I miss you, New York, maybe that won't be till next summer. But I like to wait until my next birthday mm -hmm. gets passed. Right, right. Okay. Okay, Pete.
Good talking to you. Bye-bye. Bye. You can save the city of well, Ottawa. You know where uh, Spider-Man's yeah. from, Ottawa. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Could you hear that? Yeah, I heard it great. Yeah, it sounds like it's doing okay. great. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remembers the encyclopedic um, reference of his purchases. It's great. Yes, yes. 2014 <laughs> <laughs> T-shirt. Incredible. What month and date? Amazing. Absolutely August. Incredible. It's an August. This is an August shirt, I can tell. Okay. Yeah, I can tell. I mean, it's in very good shape, to be honest. I was on he, a... He keeps it. Uh, I was on a... Uh, kind of changing the subject a little bit. I was on a ship last... Two ships ago, and there was a guy... A musician mm. from uh, Tennessee, and I, I won't say his name, but he had uh, what's called perfect pitch, and uh, we were uh-huh. just talking a little bit, and he could hear, every time he could hear a, a tone, he would see a color with it, and it made me think about wow. like uh, the organization, and we talked about a few other things, and he was a little, uh, you know, on the spectrum, but obviously very high function, he was playing bass yeah. on a ship. And he was and an example uh, of a neurodiversity. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It made me think of like all these little memory tricks that Peter has, where he can remember very specific yeah. references to this. I've seen a, a lot yeah. of Simpsons episodes. I can't remember yeah each individual episode. Yeah, or where about oh, shirts does. or any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and me are just useless human beings with our memory. Life is a bore. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh. Oh yeah. So I was. You just reminded me of something. This weekend I was doing a. a uh, doing shows um, in Louisville, Kentucky at Planet of the Tapes, and there was a comedian with autism mm. that was uh, um, on, that opened, helped, he op- opened for me, and she's a listener of, of the podcast. Uh, she probably won't mind me saying her name because she is a public person, uh, Lena Beamish, and uh, she was really funny. Um, great writer as a lot of comedians with autism are they're able to like dissect words really well and um and she hit hit me up before because she's like higher very high on this on the spectrum and obviously and was like hey um i'm gonna be talking about autism are you gonna be talking about autism because i don't want to step on your jokes which is like a very nice thing to say because it is like i talk a lot about my brother and if someone before me has autism, it's almost like I'm punching down or talking about them and people don't want to laugh because they're in the room and are you laughing at them? And, you know, I get it with the audience. So, um, you know, it's just, you know, we've talked about this in the past, but it's like the the opposite ends of the spectrum here, you know, where it's almost like it's a different, um, a different thing. Like, and so what I would do to sort of like make the audience not look at her every time I told a punchline in the, you know, or, or like not, not make it about her. Cause it wasn't, is just explain the differences quickly of what the spectrum is. And like Lena is an example of neurodiversity where she's just as smart as anybody or smarter, but her, her brain allows her to think differently than, you know, neurotypical people which is, you know, better for society and all that. And, you know, it's just good to have different thinking people. Where my brother is legitimately has a disability. doesn't mean he's 
not capable of happiness and what's the point of life you know he can be a happy guy and make people happy around him which he does do so you know but anyway i had to s- sort of explain that smart not as though. clunky and not smart and also know. not make her feel weird yep and not single her out too much i just be like yeah she's cool but this is different kind of quick quickly yep. you know so but uh yeah it was anyway uh, by the way uh thanks to all the uh the uh, autistic listeners uh, for coming out uh, on my last tour um, and in particular in Louisville, Kentucky, there was a few of you guys came out, which I appreciated and um, yeah, I'm going to be in um, Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle in Royal Oak, uh, Michigan, which is right outside Detroit. I guess it's a suburb. It's a great comedy club. I'm going to be there on the 16th, 17th, and 18th of of December. So come out for that. also, uh, at this point in the middle of the podcast, I should say, if you are new to the podcast, we have a Patreon where you can um, subscribe safely and securi- securely and donate. Give us a little tip. Uh, we do this for podcast for free. We don't have any ads on it. And you could tip us uh, $1 an episode or 5 or um, however much you want um, per episode. And um, you can un- unsubscribe whenever you want to. But if you al- are already subscribed, um, I'm sorry, you can't unsubscribe. Uh, that function has been <laughs> taken away from you. So, um, no, just kidding. Uh, times are tough. Do what you can. We appreciate it. Uh, and uh, we have. W- I think it's time for in the news, right, Kirk? We should do in yeah, the news. You found a great one. article. Yeah, because uh, this would have helped out when my uh, little little JJ uh, was was a was a little wee wee lad. This is on WKBW. Mm-hmm which is a uh, local Buffalo station, New York City. Child with autism, end New quote. York. What's that? New York, New York State. Oh, state. I said city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New York State. New York City. Mm-hmm. Right. Good catch. Good catch. Child with autism signs are being installed throughout the city of Buffalo. City of Buffalo Department of Public Works has installed child with autism signage along roadways in several neighborhoods. The goal of the signs is to warn drivers to be alert with children with autism who may not perceive the dangers of oncoming traffic. I would add a caveat, or maybe naked, uh, ah. would have helped with my son. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown, from my earliest days in office, I have made traffic safety in neighborhoods a citywide priority as we continue to build an autism friendly community where no one is left out and no one is left behind. These new signs will help give parents and guardians some peace of mind, knowing that drivers will be made aware of special children take sp- extra precautions when they're in these areas used by people with autism. Parents with children with autism can apply for signage by filling that application cl- by clicking here or calling 311. This has been good because, like, I don't. I, I told this uh, story early in the podcast, probably 200 episodes ago, honestly, but um, JJ would, would uh, uh, often be naked, and one time when we were in Dallas, he was probably four, if I had to put a number on it. Is that possible? Five? And he would get uh, completely naked and run away and, you know, just go play in the front yard or go play in somebody else's yard across the street. Or, and so then, you know, the neighbors would see, hey, there's a naked boy in my yard in my petunias. And so <laughs> they would uh, call the cops. One of the ladies really liked to call the cops on us. And, um, but, yeah, I feel like that would be something that if there was – it sounds obvious, but if there's signage mm-hmm. and there's looks like a kid who's a little bit uh, 
confused or lost or disrobed or whatever, it might be a little bit of a heads up for the for the local neighborhood. Besides, you know, the plane traffic or crossing. I think it's really for you know, crossing without looking. But uh, the whole thing would be helpful, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is helpful. Um, my first when I when I when you first told me about it, I was like, well, I kind of don't want people to know that there's a vulnerable person person nearby, you know. But That's true too. I think, um, on the whole, when these kids are escape their house like your son would, they already look vulnerable. So you don't. It doesn't. A sign is not going to. You know. It's not like blood in the water to sharks or something. It's. I think the blood's already, already in the vulnerable. Water. It's gonna. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, the blood's already in the water. It's like they're gonna. You know, they're already uh, vulnerable. So it would it, it 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 would does does help the. It helps the other the, good the, people to keep an eye out to call. That's right. It helps the community and it yeah. just helps the people driving. I mean, I know when I'm. Um, high on meth and uh, speeding <laughs> down a city uh, street and I see uh, a kid uh, like school thing I, I always slow down I'm kidding I've never done meth but like you know when you're like kind of just like I'm kidding driving. he's never slowed down either <laughs> yeah no no no, no. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I have one of those like uh, steam train battering rams on the front um, it's Mad Max Graham K yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just adjusting your glasses just as you run over people <laughs> It's a bunch of those like rubber school balls just deflated <laughs> in, in the. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, uh, I it, it just that stuff does help. It, it hard, it's hard not to be a human being and see that stuff and slow down. Yeah, you know. So, I think it's good. I think it's I think good. It's good. Uh, uh, mm. Yeah, I think it's good. I, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm sorry, I had, a, I had a brain fart. I was thinking about JJ and, and, and you know, if we would have had signs and if we would have, you know, all, I mean, yeah, all this stuff's helpful, I think. All this stuff's very helpful. So. Do you think it would have helped? I mean, that crazy lady would have still called the cops because she seems like a real jerk. Yeah, maybe. But uh, I think a lot of it is like some of these people, there's a lot of posturing and there's a lot of like, and if you give them a chance to like, what is that called? Like virtue signal and be like, yeah, there's a naked kid on my lawn. It's the autism kid. You've seen the sign or whatever. So then they get like, doesn't make them look bad. I don't know. I think it's like an opportunity. Or or, to or maybe maybe it's like a it's like a shame thing. If they're like calling the cops and there's there's an autism that sign. too. The whole world, the whole neighborhood knows that she called the cop on a child with autism, and she looks yeah. like makes uh, her look bad, so she won't do a it. Loser. Yeah, just, just go yeah. next door, and knock on the door, and be like, "Hey, your kid's out." Yeah. Yeah, and I'm. It's not like you. You guys are nice people. You're gonna be like, oh, uh, how much for your petunias? We'll go buy some. Whatever yeah. well, you know, we'll go to Costco. Whatever. I'm sorry. You know. So, it's, yeah. Whatever. You know. Live and learn. Well, uh, this week I am in. Uh, I'm on the Apex. I think a Celebrity Apex out of Miami. I've got uh, three more shows in. If you ca if you re if you listen to this podcast, the first day it comes out. I've got a show, Wednesday, two shows Wednesday, tonight, and a show Thursday here in Los Angeles. I'll post them on my Instagram. You're doing that, some I've land gigs, are you? High seas, and then I'm going to Sweden to see JJ. If you want to send your birthday cards to him uh, in Sweden, that would be very sweet. I will post that address in the liner notes. 
Graham is rubbing his eyes furiously. <laughs> All right. Did we do it? Did we do another podcast? I think we I'm did. I'm getting it. a call from a random number I should pick up. <laughs> it says New York. Anyway, uh, that's been a podcast. Follow me. Uh, you know, follow Kirk at Kirk Smith Comedy. See you guys later. Have a great week, guys. You can do it. Yeah.